Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This, This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. I am sick and tired of watching the same movies all the time. Yeah, okay, so you and uh, your girlfriend's boys, you're, are you sitting down to watch a movie every night or is this happening frequently? How often are you watching this said movie that you're over? So what will often happen is I'll rock up to the house and a movie will already be in full swing. Fantastic. And it'll just be, because I've only gotten there just before dinner, the movie will have just started yep. and we will now, that'll be our next hour and a half. We're all sitting down as a family watching movies, yes. right? Um, there's also the times that it happens when we start from scratch yeah. and it's what do we want? watch and then the boys are in control of all of the world's streaming service. I can't imagine yep. what I would be watching if I was that kid. Because it's essentially it's, wild. It's, a, it's a video shop. Yes. So you can go to it any time yep. and watch anything and change your mind at any time. Yep. I don't know. It'd be like when, remember when we first got Spotify? Yes. And no one, at a house party, no one would let a song play no, out? No, 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 no. That would be me with movies yeah. if I was six. I'd be like, well, no, well, I'm sick of this now. Let's go watch another movie. Let's I watch another movie. Another one, another one, another one. I think I owned like five or six VHS tapes and that was just it. That was just what you watched. Yep. If there wasn't something on TV you Same. wanted to watch, it was yep. just like, all right, we'll put in a VHS tape. So mercifully, I can't imagine what my parents went through. Like, yeah. the amount of times we watched, as you said, the same movies again and again yes. and again. My dad must have quietly hated Hercules. Like, yeah. the Disney movie Hercules. My sister and I watched that, that again. a tough one to hate as well. And it gets so good. It's so good. I used to go to Video City slash Easy slash whatever, wherever you were from. Blockbuster. Uh, Blockbuster yep. uh, with my auntie. And I used to get uh, the Pokemon movie, the first movie, uh, so much that she forbid it. Yep. It got to a point where she was like, "You can't. I'm not. I'm not getting. You need to get another movie." I'm and getting, I was like, oh, "It's only what, all I want." Um, as Carrie points out to me regularly, I have no authority in the house whatsoever. But yeah. I'm getting close to wanting to ban something. Putting your foot down. Certainly wanting to ban. Well, you instigated this. It was and my now, fault. Yeah. It was my fault. I introduced them to The Simpsons, but they've discovered The Simpsons movie. And wow. they keep watching the Simpsons yeah. movie again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And it is a very good movie, don't get me wrong. But there are 300, 400 episodes of The Simpsons. Oh. Variety is the spice of life, boys. Exactly, yeah. Why do we keep watching the movie over and over and over and over and over again? Let's keep watching. And I've noticed they've started rewatching same episodes of The Simpsons. They ones just know they, what's familiar. Ones they've already seen. Yeah, they like this what's familiar. must be... Like, there's obviously a child psychologist that could call yeah. right now and tell us, but there's, there's, <laughs> there, this must be something with kids. Like, they must like seeing things they've already seen. Like, I was going to guess the Lego Batman movie for some reason. Oh, I don't they know love why that, that stuck too. out. Oh, my I, God. I thought that, like, you might have been watching that to the like, point loved, of nauseam. I love the Lego Batman movie, but yeah. we've thankfully moved on from that, yeah. and now it's the Simpsons movie. I'll tell you what, the other one, which is, by the way, a delightful film, yeah. but if I have to watch Zootopia one more time... Yeah. I love I've never seen Zootopia. Love, Tag me in. Yeah, no, well, yeah, you come over and watch I'll come over and watch a couple different. of times because yeah, yeah. it is great. Don't yeah. get me wrong, it's great. Yeah. But I'm so done with it. <laughs> 131060, yeah. parents of the ACT, what movie are you done with? What movie do you wish you could ban at your house, but you know it would just cause too much chaos? Is this so you can avoid these movies in the yes, future? So yes. you just go so like, I if one of the boys suggests putting it on, you go, nah, let's watch let's the watch Simpsons something movie again. Let's watch the Simpsons movie yeah. again. Yeah. 131060, what is a movie yeah. that you are done with? Because your kids keep watching it again and again and again and again and again. How many times do you think you've seen the Simpsons movie at this point? So in the last... 
two weeks. I've yeah. seen it four times. Is there still a joke that hits every single time that you still like? To, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, I'll say there is a couple, and it is it is probably the one where Homer does the uh, the wheel of death oh, with the motorbike, yeah, 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 that's and the guy's funny. like, "I'll let you have a go for free because I enjoy watching you hurt yourself." Yeah, that's, like, pretty that's pretty funny. What about when she's like, "The pig filled that silo in one week." Because, well, I helped. That's a good joke as <laughs> well. Yeah. I've watched it too many times and I know exactly where you're yeah, talking yeah. about what you're talking about. 131060 yeah. is the number to call right now. Please give me a preventative list. What movies are you done with? What do we avoid? We're taking your calls 131060. What is a movie you are just done with? As a parent, something that your kids watch again and again and again and again. Yep. What have you had enough of? For Carrie's boys at the moment, we are all watching the Simpsons movie on the regular. You're I love it. it. I'm over it. Yeah. Only because there are hundreds of episodes of The Simpsons. There's we could just be so watching, much other stuff you could be, be watching. watching different yeah. things. I yeah. don't know why you need to keep watching the same thing again and again Would and again. Would you rather watch the, uh, the Simpsons movie for the fifth time this week or watch season 32 of The Simpsons? Simpsons movie. Yeah, okay, Daniel's good. on the line <laughs> right now. So you've got from, it completely insane. <laughs> Daniel's on the line from Dunlop. How are you, Daniel? I'm very good, thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, well, mate. Are you, are you done with a movie? Yes, I'm very done with the movie. So over the school holidays, uh, Back to the Outback was sometimes at least once, if not twice a day. Oh, my God. Yeah. So is, that the one, is that the one that kind of looks like Blinky Bill? Like there's a He's koala and... Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, set in Sydney and they head out to yep. the Outback. Yeah. Great movie. Definitely done with it. I love that. I love that every parent's got to say, great movie, yeah. but done with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Daniel, I mean, I cannot relate at all, mate, because I look, I haven't seen Back to the Outback, but I'm looking at it now. It looks like the most adorable movie I've ever seen in my life. I will say, if you want to, if you really get that sick of it, yeah. you probably could launch a legal battle on behalf of the people who made Blinky Bill. Be yeah. like, get it taken down off Netflix. Like, I really will get this Copyright infringement. Out. We don't need to see it ever again. And also, I'm pretty sure there was like a bit of debate and like controversy around this movie as well, because they made like snakes and spiders look adorable. And and then they had to come out and be like, "Do not, yeah, same thing. Don't, with, yeah, don't go and do go out and play with snakes. Peppa and Pig has the same problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tia's on the line from Kayleen. Tia, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, Very thank you. Well, what movie are you done with? Uh, Moana. Moana, really? Yeah, okay. And how many times are we sort of watching Moana at your house? About three times a day. Three wow. times a day. How How old are your kids, uh, Tegan? <laughs> 19 months old, so he's... Oh, yeah. Loving it. It is a very colourful, very, like, happy-sounding movie, I will say. So if you were 18 months, you're just taking yeah. sounds and colours. Okay, yeah, no, I'd be pretty stoked on this as well, I reckon. I'm just an ordinary... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for you, Tegan. <laughs> somehow, somehow the rock, the rock just felt that. Then he was yeah. like, "That yep." There was so, yeah. so much. There was so much meaning dripping on that. <laughs> Josh, a story that's pretty wild is the story of Gunther the uh, Sixth. Yeah, he's a German Shepherd, isn't he's he? He's a German yeah. Shepherd. He's the do- the world's richest dog by a country mile, I'll yeah. say. Gunther's been getting a bit of press lately. I think there was a very um, viral list that went a bit nuts on the internet yeah. about a month ago about the world's richest pets. Yes. Gunther's, Gunther's the top of that list by a lot. He is. He's worth over half $500 million. Now has yachts. Now uh, He's been left all this money in like a will, so it literally is this dog's money. I think it's okay to say this. I mean, it's not. I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but by, I think he was left this money by an insane woman. <laughs> Like, who well, literally just went, nah, that's, I'm going to leave everything. Rather than to a charity, yeah. I keep my dog in absolute palatial kennel-style comfort for maybe $10 million. Exactly, And yeah. give the rest to charity. Yep. I'm going to keep my dog, as you said, with yachts. 
mansions. It's and pretty nutty. None of my money to charity. Exactly right. Well, no, this person said uh, they wrote about how Gunther the Third, so yeah. three dogs ago, was the beloved dog of a wealthy countess who had no heirs and decided to leave a fortune to him, which is pretty much exactly what you're saying. The worst way I think you better could probably options. Yeah. better options. Give your money to charity yeah. if you don't have an heir instead of a dog. Anyway. Netflix, well, I'm pretty sure it's Netflix, have decided to pick up this story and have gone, you know what, we should make a expose documentary about this mm. because it's sort of coming out now that it looks like Gunther the Sixth might be a complete tax write-off. Essentially, ah, no one's having to pay tax on this money okay. that has now just been left around yeah. and essentially anyone can come and take this dog who is unaware of the concept of money. <laughs> they can just come and take as much of it as they want without paying any real tax on it. Interesting. Who so, would have thought the Countess had yes. sort of a dodgy <laughs> thing going on? There's a guy who owns him now who is this handler. It's Gunther the Sixth handler who prepares he suspiciously like the Countess. Yeah, <laughs> just just with a moustache on. He actually does look like a person <laughs> no, who's in disguise. No, the point I'm trying to make is, I think this is one of those stories yeah. where you know maybe the Countess had a, had a fling with Gunther's vet or something, yeah. and then like She's maybe like, they leave had him. a son, and yeah. that's the only way they could leave the money to the son. They're like, we just don't want to pay a bunch of yeah, taxes yeah. on this. Yeah. But look, whatever it is, essentially Gunther is really living the life on yachts and playing sports and doing. Whatever, eating steak dinners or whatever. This guy's saying he really looks after Gunther. I just. And of course, someone has to do everything Gunther does with him. So I also get yeah. to go and live at steak dinners yeah. and yachts and, and I'm on private jets with yeah. this dog. I just feel like, so like, you know, maybe the fire festival documentary. Yes. At the end, yes, they yeah. speak to the guy who organized it and they're like, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. Like, where do you, like, whatever. Every single time they speak to exo- uh, Joe Exotic and they're like, yeah. why are you dropping hand grenades out of helicopters onto tigers? What was that about? What's the end goal for this documentary where they get Gunther finally in the room? Like the big end of documentary like interview and it's just like, and what do you think about being a uh, tax hoax? It'll be the most dramatic head tilt in yeah. the history of dogs. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then he'll cough up a, a furball of caviar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good on you, Gunther. If anything, you know, the only thing I'll be mad about is if anything happens to Gunther because yeah. he's so blissfully unaware. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. And the thing I want moving forward is a Gunther, a Gunther fake expose yeah. where we get to the bottom of this, but it's like written by Tina Fey yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Um, look, I'm I'm furious this morning. Yeah. Uh, taking a little look at what's going on with the cost of living will make anyone furious. Yes. But today's announcement that the tax on beer is going up again today mm. uh, has driven me to the brink of fury. Okay. I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm like... This one isn't, um, just isn't required. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, like, it does seem like there should be someone in charge of this that goes, that's silly. We're that's not doing that. silly. And I think there is probably multiple people who Lots are in charge, charge of like that. And um, they're probably thinking, you know what, in terms of things that are silly, this one doesn't register for us. But I think it should. I've seen here, right, so this is a this is actually not somebody sitting there going, well, today we're going to make beer this much more expensive. Yeah. It's just tied to the inf- like consumer price index. Yes. So it's tied to inflation. So yeah. it just goes up with inflation. It's not someone's decided, you know what we should make more expensive? Beer. Yeah. That'll really... But what we should do is maybe stop doing that. Yeah. Like, just make the tax a flat tax, and that's yeah. the tax on beer, and then it doesn't go up with the in- consumer price index. Would you like it if 
we changed the world so that 50 things were taxed a year and everything else was just like, go for gold. Would that be amazing? So like, Wouldn't to, that be amazing? So 2024, all right, what if they were like, all right, here we go. Okay, so beer is going to be cheap as chips. Yep. Uh, you're going to be able to do buy cars without mm-hmm. even thinking about it twice. House is going to be great. Yep. Corn. <laughs> Apples. <laughs> DVDs. DVDs. Cheese. <laughs> bacon. Salami. Are all going to be and, taxed and those five hundred percent, and those slip and slides you can get yeah, from Kmart. Exactly, they're all yeah. going to be the most expensive yeah. things this year that yeah. you can buy, and yeah. you only have to bear with it for a year. So and maybe we'll change like, them. Yeah. There'll be different things next year, and they're like, "All right, out with the old, in with the new." Yeah. Now it's umbrellas and dog collars and I don't know shampoo. So I could see literally <laughs> hundreds of problems with yeah. that idea, but at the same time, but there'd be multiple solutions. Beers as well. wouldn't be as expensive as they're getting now. Places are saying, "Well," and uh, admittedly, trust the source. The Brewers Association, who would be the best, yeah. um, best served by this going away, yeah. have have said, oh, and I'm hoping it's not somewhat hysterically that beer could some could soon cost fifteen dollars a pint. Yeah, no, that's insane. That's that is nutty. insane. Yeah, it's crazy to see something that's like gone up since I've been aware of it. Like yeah. when I was eighteen and I would go out, I'd get a pint for eight dollars or yeah. nine dollars, mm-hmm. and now you would struggle to get one for probably under like thirteen. Yeah, thirteen's usually what I get stung when yeah. I go to my local for a pint. It's yeah. thirteen. Thirteen dollars. I don't want to drop the like me local, me local. Yeah, just talking about going to the local? pub. All yeah. of a sudden, I became more blokey. <laughs> Get down to me local. Be Put local. a couple of bets on. <laughs> I don't talk like that. <laughs> That happens sometimes. It's a problem. Uh, Once um, talking about beer, you can only avoid it for so long. We have the fourth highest beer tax in the world. That is something to note. Wow. Um, Where are the other ones? Yeah. It doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't fourth. say. We yeah, have the fourth enough. highest in the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, publicans obviously have a problem with this. Basically, what it means is there is a potential for a slab of beer to cost an extra dollar fifty as of today. But this is the part of the story that blew my mind. Yeah. That means that as of that, we'll be paying $20 a slab in tax. Mm. Why? Have we not been through enough? Shadow Health Minister <laughs> Ann Rustin had this to say, with cost of living pressures biting, to be able to get a beer at the pub and relax is a fundamental right. <laughs> I agree to an extent. <laughs> I don't know if drinking alcohol yeah. should be referred to as a yeah, fundamental maybe. right. It's not a great At the end of the day, the point, the point I'm trying to make is $20 a slab yeah, in tax. No, that's not fun. Well, I had one question. I was like, where is this tax money going? Yeah. We pay tax on everything and there are potholes that could swallow up cars. Yeah. Where is the, the tax? tax? Where is it going? Yeah. And then I thought, you know what? The government every year do put out a budget, so maybe I should read it this year. (laughs) Josh, um, I... Okay, here we go. So what's going on is... (laughs) All right, I'm currently seeing someone who uh, has brought something up to me that I am very curious about because it's it's not something that I, even if I wanted to, could get off the ground. It's mm. me specifically. So it's a good idea to stress test something new by talking yeah. about it in front of thousands of people on the radio. So let's get into it. Sounds great. Okay, so currently uh, the person I'm seeing's birthday is on Friday. Yep. And they have gotten off the ground the concept to me. Well, not gotten off the ground, more just like, um, it's like... Getting off the ground is like getting pelted with baseballs. It's so fun listening to you try and do this. Yeah. Uh, What's happened is that she's getting off the ground the concept of a birthday week. (laughs) 
which is not something that I, mm. as someone who's born two days before Christmas, could ever get off the ground. No, you couldn't. Because yeah. no one cares about my birthday on my birthday, mm. so I can't imagine trying to get them to com- commandeer a week around Christmas to for anyone to care about there's anything another, other than Christmas. There's another birthday in that period that people seem to care more about. So people yeah. a lot more infatuated with Jesus <laughs> than they are with me. So, yes. No, look, I understand that it's very hard for me to do, but I... It's something that you hear, like, sometimes. I a hear birthday. people say, like, a birth week or whatever. Carrie, Carrie referred to her birthday as a birthday month. Yeah. And she was kidding. Yes, of course. But yeah. we did things all yeah. month. <laughs> <laughs> you can only say I'm kidding so many times yeah. when your actions say the exact and, opposite. I mean, it was amazing how everyone else organised yeah, the things. It was yeah. not her. But things happened all month. Yeah. Now, the way that I am placating the birth week is by essentially... Like, giving in on small decisions. <laughs> I wanted to watch something the other day. I wanted to watch a movie on Monday. Mm. And uh, a counter movie was suggested. And I thought, you know what? I'll let this birthday slide. Week. It's birthday birthday it. week. Yeah. I'll, I'll let it slide. Fine, whatever. Interesting. Okay. I feel like this There's is a little good concessions. That's the only thing you're willing to do. You're not going to make any more of a fuss than this that. This isn't 51st dates yeah, the, okay. week, yeah. the week-long yeah. experience. Mm. I'm just saying that there's small things. Maybe I'm being like 10% nicer. Okay. And yeah. that's my gift okay. of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then on yeah. Friday when the actual birthday is, fantastic. Well, here's here, what about this? If I positioned this as a thing to you, would you think that this is something that someone would agree to? If you said to me... If I was 10% nice I'm Ned and this is going to be my birthday week. But if I said, no, if I said to you, I want this to be my birthday week, and then, or you said to me, I want my birthday week to be this week. If I mm. said to you, I'll be 10% nicer to you every day this week. I'll like go a, a little bit above and beyond to make sure that you feel special on your birthday week. Yeah. But on your actual birthday, I'll be 10% meaner to you. Mm, no. Would you trade that, that off? Or you would that. rather just your birthday no, but be I think a special good, day? I think it's a good thing to split. So you get, what, the seven days? Seven days. You split up into 10% nicer yeah. for the, the seven days. Yeah, so but every then, day then on the last, nicer. But then on the last day, you get 30% nicer. Mm. So, oh, so it makes 100%. Even, so yeah. it makes 100%. No, I'm not doing that. No, I think you should. I'm I think saying, I'm saying that is what you should do. I'm saying I have and a And the reason I think quarter. you should do that is yeah. because of the, the newness of all of this relationship yeah. stuff. I, yeah, it's really I think it's a really important thing for you to be nice on the birthday. It's also probably a little troubling and a therapist would want to talk to me that I can just delegate how nice I am to people as well. So, on a yeah. sliding percentage-based yeah. scale. Oops. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Um... I was always jealous of kids that, like... You know when you went to see the circus when you were a kid and you realised that the kids that were performing, that was their whole life? Yes. Like, or when you'd hear the Harry Potter actors go, oh, and we do school on set. Yeah. And there's a tutor that comes. I was always like, why do I have to go to school? Yeah, you don't want... So you just wanted to do it at home. I think what I wanted to do was just live kind of a wacky offshoot life as a kid. I didn't be tutored on the side. Yeah, I didn't want to... I didn't necessarily want to go to school. Yeah, fair enough. And... The thing here is, and a lot of parents will be grappling with that and kids today for day two. <laughs> yesterday was exciting, but today the kids yeah. wake up and go, oh, that's right, another 250 days of this. Yeah, oh, this actually no, sucks. No, thank you. <laughs> so this is a story about that, kind of. Because okay. um, I always love families that do, do kind of weird things for seemingly no real reason. Uh, the Porters... They're a family from Canada, mm. and what they are doing at the moment is circumnavigating the world in a tiny aeroplane. Like a little, like like a little one of the ones you can build sort it's of It's kind of like, no, 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 it's more substantial than that. It's like a maybe six-seater aeroplane. Okay, yeah, right. So it's a right. proper plane. Yeah, like but a propeller just, plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just going around, you know. The world? The world. Is that how? I just, I'm always very curious about how hard that would be. Like, how hard is it to just land at airports? 
Like, yeah. obviously, you can't land it. Like, I think the you Sydney to, airport. You but, do have to ask. Yeah. Or you, you, get, you get into a hell of a lot of trouble yeah. depending on which airport you try and land at. I feel like they really will yeah. stop you landing mm, there. But yeah. um, you'll yeah. come down. Yeah. I just don't know, I don't know if it'll be how you want to. Not the way you want. I'm just very curious about how hard that would be. Is it like just essentially, hey, we're going to like drop in? Yeah, I think you just did log the flight plan, yeah. pay the fees, all that sort of stuff. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. They've gone to 20 countries already. Um, Bolivia, Paraguay, United States, Argentina, Costa Rica, Honduras. Yeah. They've gone sort of all over the joint. 25,000 nautical miles already. Yeah, right. So they... Do they leave from America or does it say that where they left from? They left from Canada. Yeah, right. Yeah. Left from Canada. Yeah. They're yeah, so they're just sticking around. I feel like they're doing the easy, like the easy ones for them now. They've gone America and they've yep. gone South America. Can I just quickly say to you, obviously, as you said, no ginormous oceans yet. Yeah. Um, Going to England will be kind of... Yeah, that'll be, be very scary. Call me when that happens. That'll be scary. Yeah, that'll be very terrifying. Ian's the ringleader of this, uh, well, I'll say it's circus. Flying, um, flying family. He's been a private pilot for about 40 years. Yeah, nice. <coughs> His wife, Michelle, uh, is along for the ride. It doesn't clarify here what she's doing. Yeah. But interestingly, Navigating. daughters, Samantha, 21 years old, and Sydney, 18, are also qualified pilots. So they can share the load. Yeah, okay, there, that's which is nice. cool. Yeah. And then Christopher, the 15-year-old son, is living the dream. Yeah. He's the only one that would be expected to be living a normal life right now. Yeah. And he just gets to do this instead. But, yeah... This ruins the dream for me. The dream I've mentioned of wanting to do this rather than go to school. Yeah. Samantha and Sydney have wasted it. They're 21 and 18. Yeah. They're, they're, this is not what you want to do. I don't want to fly around the world with my parents at that at age. No, but he, I think that... What's his name? What's Chris. the kid's name? Chris. I feel like Chris is really... You think it's going to be good. You think that, like, oh, you don't have to go to school. This is great. But, like, think about all the places around the world that he's going that he gets there. And it's like, all right, well, we're all going out for some drinks. Oh, so um, true. You stick by the plane, Chris. Make sure no one steals it. Because if you, uh, if we get our plane stolen in Honduras, that's kind of it for us. We have no way of getting back. It's all of our livelihoods. Chris is really now, you've made me seem, getting the raw end of this deal. This is what I mean. It yeah. sounds good on paper. And I agree that it would be kind of rad flying around the world instead of going to school. But at the same time, I feel like Chris would also be having looking after duties a lot of the time. The husband and wife, Ian Michelle, have obviously pulled a... It's either now or never card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, suck Chris is still 15, but... Yeah. If I was Chris, I'd want to be 18, because then you're getting out of school that you're like, ah, I really am good for this. Let me just be clear. That can only be one of two things, though. Yeah. They've given up on Chris's education, essentially, (laughs) so it can only be one of two things. He's either a genius, or they went, nah... What's he missing out on? They Honestly, went, what's he missing out on? Went to, went to one too many parent teachers. Yeah, yeah, no. like, yeah, you know what? This isn't for you. Let's pull him out of school, fly around the world. Let's do it now. <laughs> Josh, um, look, I think everyone falls on some part of the scale of loving to despising children. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, It's a broad spectrum. I mean, the thing that I discovered over the Christmas holidays is you can absolutely adore, like, Carrie's two boys are two of my favourite people yeah. on earth, uh, and then still hate other kids, though. Yeah, yeah, Like, you yeah. can love yours and hate other ones. Well, and it's just human beings. It's yeah. like, you don't love every human being you run into, so it's just a smaller version of that. But, like, people who just... just very much do not enjoy having kids around. Yeah, obviously you can take your destiny into your own hands and not have kids. Yep. But at the same time, society will probably present you with children in your day-to-day life. Oh, for sure. And that you for have sure. to just deal with. There is an Australian TikToker who has come up with an idea that uh, is pretty drastic that 
I just don't think you should not like children this much. I think it's almost odd to despise children. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think you should not like children this much. Okay. Okay, what she has said is because she's sick and tired of having her peace and quiet disturbed when she goes to, like, swimming pools and other public areas. Swimming pools are a classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would also say if you go into a public swimming pool, not to shame anyone who can't afford their own private pool, but if you can't afford your own private pool, you kind of have to deal with the riffraff of society. Ned's really not trying to shame anyone who can't afford their own private pool because Ned doesn't have a pool. I, so, yeah. But that's it. I also don't get annoyed with, with children with in you. public <laughs> pools. Yeah, exactly right. What she has essentially tried to get off the ground is essentially an adult-only village or suburb. Yeah, I'm all for that. Where you essentially move into a retirement village where no yep. one under the age of, say, 18 yep. is allowed to live there. I have been saying this <laughs> yeah. for a decade. Yeah. A decade and a half. And I've been saying it into microphones for yeah. a decade and a half. I believe there should be retirement community style places, yeah. but just for people who don't want anything to do with kids. She's saying, yeah, I'm just sick of having them around. They're yeah. always screaming, running around. I just don't want to have to put up with it anymore. I don't want to have kids in my life, so... Adult only suburb. Done. I love that idea. Well, you think yeah. it's too radical? I just don't think you should not like kids that much. Nah. I think it's almost like it's a bit of a red flag. No, I, no, I think it's fine. I think it's also sort of fine as well. But you I did just, a quick one eighty on that. No, I'm just I'm trying to. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you, you don't have to be in my camp. You don't have to be in this person's camp. You can be an outlier and say yeah. you think this is too much. I think, but just think about being able to go to like the park. Yeah. With and swear your yeah. head off, like not having to be like. Oh, well, no, I sort of yeah. do that anyway. But. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe actually the problem. You, this wouldn't change how you live your life no, too much really wouldn't. at all. I just enjoy seeing kids having fun. I'm like, God, I remember when I used to have no responsibilities. It makes me long for yeah, being a kid again. Yeah, that pisses me off. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Why can't I go back yeah. to that? <laughs> Ned, yes. Uh, big news that you've heard it with Lewis in the news. Um, it is the capsule, the tiny little capsule that has gone missing, uh, full of a substance called cassium minus 137, I think. Yeah. Anyway, the point is it's a highly, highly radioactive substance. This is not good. No. I will say, because I've seen a photo of it, it's like <clears throat> maybe half the size of a 10-cent piece. Yeah. Um, it's six millimetres by eight millimetres. The only thing I'll say, uh, and I'm not saying this is good, but I'm saying well done that we even noticed that this was missing. Because, like, I'm sure we they got to the facility that they dispose of these and they were like... Hang on. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that because it's so dangerous, yeah. it's very they highly regulated. So they were yeah. pretty across it. Um, but this is essentially, they, they're not sure how it's come off during transport because it was there when they left yeah. and it wasn't there when they got there. Yes. So they know it's come off somewhere during the transport. Um, basically, the question would be, how dangerous is it? Well, yeah, could cause radiation sickness, maybe cancer risk. Apparently standing next to it, like within one metre of it for an hour, will give a human being as much radiation is about 17 chest x-rays. Yeah, okay. So it's it's intense, but it's not like the stuff that was on the roof if you've watched the Chernobyl miniseries. No, no, it's no. It's not no. like you just touch it and boom. Yeah, like, that's it, game if over. If you touch it with your bare fingers, apparently it can cause a bit of damage. So yeah, I'm seeing if you are closer to it, say, within 10 centimetres. So that pretty much means that you know you're on it. That's not good. It's very, very dangerous. It's important they find it, and that is why they are currently going up a 1,400-kilometre stretch of highway at 50 k's an hour. That's not. They've got these big, like, detect radiation yeah. detectors, and they're just going... Mm. Like metal detectors. Waiting, trying to find it. Oh, 
my goodness. It's going to take five days, apparently, to do this trip. Five days? 50 kilometres an hour for yeah. 1,400 kilometres. I would say five days is impressive that they're managing to get it down to that. Because if you'd asked me how long do you think this is going to take, I would say weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah five yeah. days to get it done in under a week is very impressive. Apparently, because I only had like a couple of questions. Like, what the hell is this even for? Yeah. Like, why do they need this at a mine? Apparently, it measures density of iron ore or okay. something. Like, it is involved in a gauge that yeah. measures. And I'm like, why do we need like something? Mercury. I don't understand science. Why does that need to be radioactive? I don't get that. It's the same as like when they're like, let me just take your temperature with this thing. Also, by the way, if it breaks in your mouth, you'll die straight it's away. Mercury. Yeah, you'll it's have really you'll be poisoned. Yeah. So yeah. good luck. Um, <laughs> so apparently, if it's not found, the capsule stays radioactive for the next 300 years. So that's okay. not great. So um, yeah, that's really not good. They are pretty convinced that it, it would be in a sealed source, meaning that if it hasn't broken, it couldn't contaminate the soil or the environment. Yeah. So if, if it basically just stays in the west. West Australian desert and no one ever finds it, it probably will be okay. It should be all right. It should be all right, unless it's broken open. But it probably hasn't. So, the only thing that could really go wrong is someone finds it. Yeah. Like, that's that's really the only thing. I'm worried about wrong. someone. I'm worried about something. You think like a... a wombat. Wombat. We'll just go up and have a little nibble and then we'll find like 17-eyed wombats running around. I've got Godzilla-sized wombats. That's what Something's I mean. going to happen. Well, it's what everyone always says. It's like, you know, 500,000 years ago, there were so, wombats the size of buses. We'll go back to that. It is literally how Godzilla starts. Yes. It's, yes. It's all radioactive. It really, really um, is. So they're worried if a bird gets it and takes it and then Puts maybe it drops in it in a populated area yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Good. So this is certainly a problem. And I did say there was a silver lining at the end of so this far, story. So I've not been one yet. Here is the silver lining. Yes. And it is a very, very slim one because thing. this should never have happened. And yeah. I don't know how it's happened. And obviously, hopefully they find it and all that sort of stuff. That's all been said. The silver lining is if this was 1973, yeah. the company involved would not have told us no, about no, no, this. No, of course not. No, yeah. Someone would have seen that being missing and yeah. gone, that's not good. Yeah, the government would have. All right, yeah. on with my day. Like, there is no <laughs> way we would have been told about this. The Australian government would have just come out and gone, just avoid the Western Australian I mean, very clear, The Australian government would never have found out about this no, because no, the corporation yeah. would have told no one. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to live but, in this day yeah. and age sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's okay. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.